It's a miracle. And Ivy, and you are listening to Black, Broke and Brilliant. Coming up on today's episode, we'll be discussing Love Island, so let's get straight into it. So before we get into it, how are you doing, Sammy? Personally, I'm good. I'm well. And how are you? Oh God, I'm not even going to lie. I'm just feeling a bit like deflated, I guess, or just a bit down after the Euros. Like this was the first time I've ever been invested in football in my entire life. And I'm not going to lie. I don't know how football fans do this every week because I only tuned in in the quarterfinals. And let me tell you, every match, it was heart palpitations. It was high blood pressure. It was me rocking back and forth in my chair. It was horrible, but it was also mad exhilarating at the same time. It was just like leading up to the final and knowing that it was like the first time in history that England had made it that far. It was just so exciting. And even though they didn't win, they did so well. And I was just so proud of them. But to go from like that feeling of pride and feeling like the whole country had come together to seeing like the horrible, nasty, racist comments that the three black boys were getting just because they missed a penalty. It was just heartbreaking. And I don't know, I guess for me, after like the Black Lives Matter movement and it being the largest civil rights movement in history, I just, I felt like we had progressed more than that. So I'm just a bit like, crap, we haven't, yeah, we haven't really progressed that much at all. First of all, like the fact that you even showed an interest in the football after I've been trying for so long to get you guys into it was actually crazy like when Ivy said yeah no we should discuss the Euros on this I said excuse me I was like I want to talk football I've never been happier I've never been prouder in my life and you were like no it actually seems like kind of fun and like the atmosphere is kind of cool I was like it is it is um but yeah do you know what trying to find a pub to watch the finals was mission impossible like never in my life did I expect every single pub in London and probably in the entirety of the UK to be sold out like even corner ones pubs so I'm pretty sure most pubs don't even take bookings but they were all sold out and I said I can't believe I'm on the outside you know that's so Chris Brown it's like why are you hating from outside club you can't even get it <laughs> yeah I was that person. I couldn't get into any of the pubs. And I was like, oh my goodness, how have I let this happen? How have I let this happen? But, you know, we managed to finesse the place to watch the finals. Um, and the whole time for the Euros, like, I've been rocking my England shirt. I've been going, watching every single game. And again, as you said, with such pride. And it was, it was like one of the first times where I felt like the team really represented, like, the UK, like, in terms of you know, showing diversity and these boys who are from London, like Sterling, literally grew up in Wembley and just to see him flourish every time we played at Wembley was just, was just amazing. And yeah, I felt pride in the team mainly and the boys, like all of them, but it was so crushing when I was watching that finals and to see those three boys, like they're amazing people and they're amazing players. And you know what, like that's, that's how the cookie crumbles, like, in yeah. sport, there's always a winner and a loser. It's a shame that we lost, but the moment I, I saw it was those three boys, I just almost like knew what was coming. And I just felt so sad for little Saka. I was like, he's so young. Tell me why I feel maternal towards him. Tell me why I want to sing him lullabies before he goes to sleep. It was just like the whole build up about this is the first time, you know, England have made it to like a, 
an international like tournament final in 55 years like the last time was what the, the world cup in 66 and that was when we won it and since then we've never made it to a final like there was so much history on this and they were talking about how sarah um sorry gareth southgate you know when he was back in the world cup in like the 80s or 90s how he missed a penalty and mm. then to see southgate just hold saka like it's okay i've been there i was like no not history repeating itself but that last penalty should not have come down to that baby boy i rate saka he's amazing he's creative he's inspirational he does bits at arsenal and he was doing bits in this competition but if he was going to take a penalty, they should have sandwiched him in the middle like yeah he shouldn't have been at the end it was too much pressure yeah, you start you start off with your Harry Kane, you end on your big ones, and then the other three you put them in the middle. But to have the weight of his shoulders and the country on, and then also the two people before you have also like the pressure just mounted, and I just yeah, yeah, it's horrible to see how this country reacted. Honestly, how we went from having so much pride and people who don't even watch football were like, nah, this is sick. This is dope. Like people don't even watch football were watching it and like back in this country. Yeah. And then again, England had to do what England does, go and show their asses because the aftermath was just disgusting. It's like, oh, you're watching this whole competition. You're seeing them take the knee. You're seeing them talk about all the anti-racism, you know, things that they're trying to do. And like, at the very like we literally came this far we have not come this far in 55 years and instead of people being proud like they just had to show their asses again it's like this is why we don't deserve nice things genuinely and it's like they have amnesia or short-term memory loss and they forget that the same these same players got england to the final and all of a sudden it's, it's go back to your country and it's just sad because it's just a reminder that for a lot of people in this country they look at us like performing monkeys and now allow us as long as we're entertaining them. But the right. second we step out of line, it's go book your flight home. Yeah, it's like indebted servitude. Like when you're serving us, then yeah, it's cool. We'll back you. But the moment that stops, it's yeah, it's what respectability politics. And like I said, like the whole team for the whole summer, like especially after the year we've had with this pandemic, like they brought us joy. They brought unity, pride, hope, belief, representation, and it was all good, like, ah, oh, it was the fact that I was seeing tweets like Sterling single-handedly destroying racism. And obviously, it's a stretch and it's tweets, <laughs> yeah. but like, the vibes were good this summer. The vibes are literally good. Like, Sterling was literally carrying the whole team. Like, we were doing up one goal in every single game and it was all Sterling. And, you yeah. know, when Harry Kane was stacking, no one said anything. No one brought up his skin colour and the fact that he's white and the fact that he nearly missed that pen. But, you know, the moment it's a black player suddenly it's because of it's because of their blackness that yeah. it's because of their black like whenever it's not even let me let me not even say it was a mistake or they slipped up because like it's sport like no one's perfect a hundred percent of the time like these things happen but it's like when it happens to them suddenly it's because they're black and their races becomes a thing but when they they've got the three lines on their chest and they represent England, then you're happy for them to be English. Like when they're scoring goals yeah. for you, yeah, they're English. When they miss, oh yeah, no, don't know that man. Go back to eighteen. That's that's what it is. I'm like, it doesn't even make sense to me. The second they score, it's like great, God save the Queen, Royal Britannia. The second they miss, it's like go back to your own country. I'm like, how are you? How can you not even see what you're? I don't get it. I don't get it. It's just we did it anyways. But would you have got? Would you have come this far without Sterling? Would you, man, I've yep. got this about Saka. Yeah. Like, a- let, let's, come on now. 
Marcus Rashford was feeding your children and you're sat here like go sending him the n-word and monkey emojis it's just it's just peak and it's sad as well because like even if he wasn't doing that even if they hadn't carried the team like respect and human decency shouldn't be conditional anyway like even if they are not carrying the whole team even if they hadn't made it to the final that's then that's not an excuse for racism it's just not yeah and for people to be like, oh, like, they're, they're young, they're this. Fam, they could be 66-year-old men. Like, no one deserves that kind of slander and that abuse. Like, yes, that yes, they're already young, so it's like they're slightly more vulnerable, but no one at any age deserves that. And then again, with people saying, oh, yeah, Rashford after feeding the kids and he's just done this and Sterling speaks out, it's like, okay, why do you need to build them up and talk about all their good deeds and all their servitude? And it's like, oh, they've done all these good stuff. Why are they still getting abused? No, fam, they shouldn't be getting abused, period. Yeah, exactly. Just respect black people. Just respect us as human beings, not, oh, but he did all this, this and this, therefore he shouldn't know. It shouldn't be happening at all. Yeah, and I think that's where people don't get it when we say as black people, we have to do three times as much to even get just half the respect. And the second, the second you step out of line, the racism is there, it's ready. It's always just on the surface, ready to come out. It's just that fear as well. Like you almost can't even enjoy, or I don't, obviously they still enjoy the tournament, but there's always like this tinge of fear where it's like, oh, if I don't perform, what's the media going to say? Like yeah. even even when Sterling was the only person scoring goals, yeah, that one game where both him and Kane scored, two mm. spaces in front of all the yeah, newspapers. Exactly. Yeah. It was Kane. So no matter what the man does, they'll find a way to twist it or skew it or not represent them correctly. Yeah. And it's like, all of, they literally were carrying the hopes and dreams of a nation. Like 55 years of a history on the back of this team, which already is like such a young team. Yeah, and then the pressure is oh if I don't perform what's going to happen to me and of course they're a team but you you know that it's it's the black players or the players of colour who are going to get it the hardest yeah that's the thing and I was literally I was watching the match with my dad and before they even went to penalties he was like I'm just praying to God that Gareth doesn't put any black players to take penalties because any how they miss like people are going to go off they're going to be flooded with racist comments and he was like I'm genuinely worried for black people's safety tonight because I'm sure they'll be targeted. And like clockwork, I was on social media seeing videos of black people being beaten up in the streets just on their way home from the match. And it's like, how, it's this, I don't know. It's just, it's mad that we've gone from celebrating something so amazing. At the end of the day, they didn't win, but they made it to the final. They made history. It was incredible. No other manager has gotten them that far. Like it's still a win, even if they didn't win overall. And suddenly because three people missed penalties, that's an excuse to go and beat up some black people on their way home. Like make it make sense. And even Rashford said it. He was like, if I don't perform well, like, yeah, I expect to be criticised on my performance. But he, he was like, he's never going to apologise for who he is as a black man. Like, that's something that can never change. Like, go ahead and criticise my performance. You want to do that? He was saying it, di- it didn't feel right. And blah, blah, blah. He hadn't had a good season. But you can't come and say, oh, yeah, because he's black. That was the reason we missed it. And the crazy thing is, if we had won, you know them man even the racist too would have been up celebrating oh yeah fucking love that sucker yes this business do you see how everything just hangs in the balance like it it just shows that there was never any real growth because if we had won they would have been celebrating them blues this is what this is what happens you know it's like they can never just show full support consistently 
Exactly, exactly. It's it's so peak. Also, I just have to mention the Italian team because I I also feel like there was some racist undercurrents going on when they were playing. The way they were dragging up the English team, the way that oh, that guy that um he dragged Saka down to the floor by his yeah, shirt. Like, bro, where's the red card? Where is the red card right now? Because on his shirt, like he was trying to strangle man. And then also Jorginho, even though he's a Chelsea fan, I'm a Chelsea fan, the way he went studs in on Greenish, like. Yeah. That should yeah. have been red card as well. It should so, have also, Grealish is my husband and I was not okay with that. I was like, how dare you step on my man like that? We are getting married. <laughs> there was another woman in, in the stadium as well being like Grealish's wife and holding yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, sis, you're confused. He's my husband. Um, but it, I was, the way they were moving and the way they were getting away with it, I was like, someone has paid the ref. Someone has bribed the referee because there should have been quite a few red cards. I'm not going to lie. It's one of those where it's like, because it's a big competition and it's the final, you can tell that the referee doesn't want to make any big decisions, like sending someone off or reducing a team to 10 men to sway the game. So either way, like the rules are the rules. If you should have been sent off, you should have been sent off. Like definitely should have been yellow cards, definitely should have been red cards, but you can just tell that refs almost don't want to make too big of a decision that will fully change like the state of the game. Like, it's such a shame. The team worked so hard and they did such a great job this summer. Um, and really and truly, like, the game should have been put to bed in the 90 minutes and the extra time. Like, we should have won. But when it comes down to it, maybe we didn't deserve to win because England is not a deserving country and it's full of racist people and the politicians and people higher up. Like, it shows you how it all filters down into society. So as much as I wanted it for the players, I don't think as a country, like, yeah, people just show their asses. It's so true. But do you know what? Special shout out to Sterling, Rashford, Saka and Sancho because they carried the team and I'm so proud of them and they deserve nothing but love. Um, but yeah, on to a lighter topic. Got to discuss this year's Love Island because what, what are they actually putting on our screens? Like this year is dry, dry. Like it's not even lemon and herb. It's like Nando's plain dry. Why are they subjecting us to this? Now, fam, even Nando is playing dry has more flavor and seasoning than this Love Island. Like the first two episodes, I was really just like, is this what they're really giving us? You know how before we were looking forward to it? We were like, Euros, there's football, there's Love Island. Like actually feels like summer. We missed all of that last year. And I said, this is what you're giving. Really? <laughs> really? Even from the promos, I said, I have no hope in this. From the promos, I said, Kaz, she looks like a vibe. She looks like she has a personality. Everyone else seems dead and boring. No, do you know what? From the promos, Toby said that he has commitment issues. So I'm thinking, why have you signed up for Love Island? One <laughs> of them, I think it was Chloe now, which would make a lot of sense, says that she was having an affair with her boss. And I'm thinking, mm -hmm. you are straight trash. And I'm not going to lie. It has been consistently trash. They need to throw the whole cast away, minus Kaz and Liberty, because they're the only two with re any redeemable qualities. Yeah, those two are so pure. I love their friendship. They're so cute. Like, the episode yesterday, um, it was where Teddy just came in, and Liberty was sat there with all the girls and Teddy, and she was, like, asking him all the questions, like, what do you like in a girl? And he was like, well, I'd describe her as this, her as... Like, she was just being the ultimate wing woman. And she just has a heart of gold. I love her. I love the relationship like her and Kaz have. Yeah. But everyone else can get in the bin. It's just the fact that 100,000 people applied. And this this is the best that they could do. Like, 
were the producers on crack when they were casting? Because serious, like, I feel like I know people that would be better on this show. None of these people have any personality between them. Like, I don't, I don't understand. But it's made me realise the bondage that I have to this show because I hate it. Yet every day at 9pm, I'm watching it. So can I really even complain? Yeah, I don't know for this show because actually no one is compatible. Nobody likes each other. So what are they expecting to happen to Love Island? Like They should just change the name to Friendship Island because that's the only thing that's going on here. Mate, I don't even think they're friends. They should just call it Island because there is no chemistry between anyone in that villa. Barkas and Liberty, I'm convinced that no one likes each other. Like, even, even the people that are coupled up, like, it's just bare kissing and no chemistry. Like, these sort cannot hold a normal conversation. Like, yesterday, they extended the program to 20 more minutes, yeah? 15 minutes of those 20 minutes, it was Liam and Millie doing what? They weren't even talking. They were just bare smooching. Dry, dead, up, dead convo. I'm convinced that they turn the volume up when people kiss because why is it projecting like that? And the peak thing about that is Millie's being like, oh, we have such a great connection. Did you deep Liam's speech, his recoupling speech? All he said was she is fit and we have sexual chemistry. He doesn't like her as a person. He just wants to shag her and that is it. And I think she is finally deep in it. Like he has zero personality. She was like, can we have deep chats? He was like, okay. Bro has nothing to offer. Nothing. (laughs) literally zero and they clocked this on too because at their first date they were doing up izzy izzy our flirty flirty but after that they had nothing to talk about like when they had that brunch date silence complete <laughs> silence she was talking about cats oh my cats are like dogs he said i don't like cats that's as far as his chat goes he just deaded the whole combo and it was peak when millie and him were talking and she was like yeah it just would be good if we could get to know each other better my guy's response to that was to kiss her he couldn't even think of a human response he couldn't even think of a sentence to say so he just leaned in that's when you know you have nothing to offer that literally sums up like most of these couples though like i think let's think about like toby and kaz yeah I don't ever think he liked Kaz, not at all. But man was moving slow. Did you see how excited she got when he gave her a hug? <laughs> and she was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to get cuddles tonight. Just small arm around you when you're sleeping. She was getting gas for because man was really not giving her anything. Then he piles her off with Chloe doing up kissing 10 seconds on the roof. All their D2 instantly just doing yeah. up bare. So that just shows you because when Kaz was there, you didn't want to do anything. But again, like those two don't even speak about anything. It's just bare kissing and bare fighting. That's it. But do you know what? It's proof that if a guy wants to, he will. Because Toby yeah. was there like, oh, I've never been in a relationship before. I just, oh, I'm not that affectionate. Oh, I don't, I don't want to cuddle her in case she catches feelings. Two seconds into his relationship with Chloe, they are all over each other. He is all over her. He is cuddling. Suddenly he knows how to cuddle. Suddenly he knows how to chop up melons. But last week he was like, no, I just, I'm just not an affectionate guy. You know, it's just, it's just not me. Yeah. It's when they say that they're just not affectionate with you. They just yeah. don't want to do cuddles with you. Cause man was using that excuse. Ah, oh, I've never been in love. I've never had a girlfriend. But when it comes to Chloe, suddenly you know how to show affection and you know how to love. So what's going on? Just yeah. say you didn't like from the start. Again, this is what's annoying me with loads of these men. Like, just say you're not interested like instead of making up all the excuses i am not really the type because you're showing that you can be that person with someone else yeah yeah exactly it's like just just be honest like you live together you're saying to the boys that you're not really feeling it that you're moving slowly so just go and say that to the girl that you're sharing a bed with like i just this oh the standard 
of men this year is so low. Like, I, mm, it's, it's ridiculous. I miss Ovi. I miss Tommy Fury. I just, what happened to them? The bar is really underground for these men because, like, we, we went from the cream of the crop we really had Ovi doing that message no one even says I've got no one even screams I've got a text of the same thing we've no. lost that where's no. Blackjack we've lost that even Dr Alex we've lost like oh none of God, these men where's, where's an order man there this is what yeah. we've got this is what you've left us with really there was a point where um Hugo got a text and he went text 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 I was like bro you're trying too hard <laughs> You're not Ovi, it's not going to work. I can't even remember who the first person to get a text was, but they said it just like, so blasé, like, I've got a text. And I said, nah, you're killing me. You're <laughs> actually killing me. It's just like they're trying to recreate the past casts, but they've found B-Tech versions with zero personality. I'm like, it's just, it's not giving what it's supposed to give. It's really not. It's just... Why were the producers so savage? Like, Shannon, they said one day and you're out. <laughs> no, we need to have a moment of silence for Shannon because they did her so dirty. She had to quarantine for 10 days to go in there. She was in there for 48 hours. She wouldn't even get her PLT deal. <laughs> so sad. Not even any kind of deal. You can't even get an Argos deal because no one will remember you. <laughs> but also, looking at this cast, None of these are walking out with a boohoo PLT boohoo man deal. None of you, because you're all dead. Yeah. Everyone is bare dry. Like, these all can't even pretend to have a personality. And it's really quite sad. It is. I'm thinking maybe matching bonnet pajama set for Kaz. That's about it. Yeah. Even like Lucinda, she's gorgeous, but fam, nothing there. Like, her, her and Brad are just like pretty people who literally have nothing to talk about. Like he's going in a hundred talking about marriage and kids, and she's like, "Oh, he's a bit too much with her voice." Oh, really? Like, why? Why uh, are you actually talking like that? Now, like, can we talk I, about accents? <laughs> yeah, can we talk about them because they are hurting my eardrums? Like when Brad talks, I need subtitles. I don't know what the hell's going on. Lucinda, yeah, really? Why? Are you really? Talking about and then Chloe said, like, well, I, I, my name's Chloe. And, uh, bro, blow your nose. I don't understand. <laughs> no, it was her entrance, yeah, where they played the voicemen. It was like, hi, boys. <laughs> it's like, oh, that was so cringy. She sounds like a porn star. So cringy. Who told you that sounded sexy because someone did you dirty, hon? It's just the clash of the accents and I, I can't handle it. it I, I hate it here. It was when Amber, like, on the first episode, Amber tweeted, like, fam, he's from the same area as me. If anyone needs me to translate for Brad, I can do it. And I was like, thank you. Because yeah. it doesn't even sound like English. It sounds like he's actually just, it sounds, it sounds that I just can't comprehend. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, you know what? It's given me life that every girl that has spent just five minutes with Brad has the same conclusion. That my guy cannot hold a conversation. He just talks about himself and just doesn't even stop for air. He just talks at you. Yeah, he's just, he's, do you know what? He is a perfect example that people need to have an ugly phase so that they can develop their character, so that they can develop a sense of humour. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, this is what you're left with. Pretty people with no personality. Yep. Yep. That's... <laughs> This this season is actually such a letdown, but 
another thing that's always consistent in every single season of Love Island is how they continue to fail black women. Like, black women deserve better on this show. And from the start, we said it. Before the show even starts, the black girl can't get picked last. What happens? Kaz gets picked last. Mm. Really? Really, producers? Really? Are we doing this again? Yeah. It's just, do you know what gets me? Every single year this happens and every single year people kick off, people complain. So I'm like, how are you actually still getting it wrong? Like you can't say that it's a coincidence or that you didn't know any better. I almost feel like they're doing it on purpose because they are aware of the issue now. They know that it's an issue. They know that it's upsetting people, yet they're more than happy to throw people in the villa who clearly don't fancy black women. And the thing is their application process is a long thing. It's months. It's like video calls. And then you go in to interview and you can guarantee they're going to ask people what their types are. So they know what they're doing and they're more than happy for black women to just be the butt of the joke year and year again yeah like getting them in using black women to you know hit your diversity quota and say that you're doing a representation but they're not actually putting in people that like black women And, and then again we're having this same thing over and over again and they're talking about how they're trying to improve you know like the well-being of contestants and improve mental health okay so why do you keep doing this every single time Two black yep. women specifically, every single time, get them in. Oh, no one likes them. Like, come on, like, you're not actually thinking about the bigger picture, but you would think, like, you lot had a whole year. Like, lo- the one last year was cancelled. We had up Black Lives Matter. Like, did you not, were you man not educating yourselves in that time? You really had a whole year to just fine tune everything, get everything in check, and you still failed the assignment. Yeah. That's what's shocking to me. I'm like, I don't know. Because obviously there was Samira first and then there was Yawande. And I'm like, then there was Leanne. I'm like, how are we How are we here again? Because look, look at Too Hot to Handle. Look at your age mates, Love Island. It's not hard. It's not difficult. And what I loved about Too Hot to Handle, everyone was obviously very attractive, but you'd have a guy who likes several different types of women. He's not just going and being like, oh, I like petite blondes. Do you know what I mean? As he'll be like, oh, I like Melinda, who's a black woman. I like Carly, who's blonde. Because, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not that hard to find people who aren't obsessed with blonde hair it's really not that deep honestly love island look at your age mates because it's too hot to handle like you said they really understood the assignment they gave us range and like you said people who aren't just obsessed with you know hair colors and like actually have personalities and are interested of people of different personalities and different ethnicities like they had everything and you had a simple simple common common thing and you couldn't do it of all the applicants, you got one black girl in first, Kaz, and then Rachel. You man, you man have two in there at the same time, and you still flop them both. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, like, even before they had gone in the villa and they were just showing their previews, it was very obvious to me that no one was going to like Kaz. So I'm like, how is it not clear to the casting team? Like, how can they not see at this point that no one is going to step forward for Kaz unless that is their intention? I don't get it. Yeah, even like when. Um, she ended up coupling with Toby at the start. You could tell that the way Toby was coming, he was coming with that Deli Ali energy, like, oh yeah, I'm a footballer, I'm a lighty, all the girls are going to love me. And no one picked him. He had to sit there and humble himself. Bro, his only personality trait is that he's mixed race. That's it. Legit. And he thought it was just going to be like smooth sailing in. None of the girls picked him, so he really had to humble himself. And I don't know if he thought like, oh yeah, no, Karen, she's nice, she's a safe bet. And you know, she's not going to do anything too mad but like 
man was moving like a sloth. Even just to open up, he kept using that same excuse that like, oh, I've never been in love, never had a girlfriend, blah blah blah. Trying to do up player player and just going bare slow. Bare, yeah. And it was him. He's the one that said, Oh, let's take it slow, blah blah blah. And she was like obviously saying, you know, I am the affectionate type, but for you, I understand you want to take it slow. Well, take it slow. Yeah. Then when he came came around to dumping her, yeah, it's just like, why are things moving so slow? Between me, you notice that everything's going so slow. And I'm like, this man does not have the audacity to come and tell her that mm. they are going slow when he's going slow. But boom, the moment he linked up with Chloe, everything bust, 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 fast, 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 kiss, yeah. kiss, kiss. Yeah, my guy played the Una reverse card. He said, Kaz, why are we moving slow? I'm like, bro, this is on <laughs> you. Why are you asking her questions? It's not question time. Like, you knew from day one you were not attracted to her. So why are you not interrogating her? Nah, men are annoying. And do you know what upset me? At the beginning, Kaz said that. She usually goes for guys who are more buff, who are bigger. She usually likes guys who bang gym. But she was like, I'm going to get to know Toby because he seems like a sweet guy. She actually caught feelings. And my guy embarrassed her on national television. She was there begging him for cuddles. And he couldn't even touch her. He was socially distancing in the bed. Nah, could never be me. She really lowered her standards to you. And you want to flop her. That's the thing. She lowered her standards and it man still couldn't deliver. Nah, it's, she fully settled and he screwed her over. Do you know how rude that is? It's, it's very, very rude. And the fact that he was like, do you have nothing to say? Like, I thought you want to say something. So you're going to come and dump me and tell me that we were taking it slow when you're the one who didn't want to move. And now what do you want me to do? Sh- do you want her to scream? Do you want her to cry in front of you? You've dumped What? What else can she say? You're not interested. Literally, he was like, you're not following the script. Where are the tears? Where's the anger? And it's like, why, why, why should she now stand in front of him and start bawling her eyes out? For what? For why? Who? Exactly. What's what's the reason? What is the reason? And then when Chloe pulled Kaz aside and was like, listen, I just, I'm sorry I didn't handle things well, but I stole your man. She was literally, Chloe said to her, she was like, you can scream at me if you want. I'm like, why are we expecting this big display of emotion? Like, it's not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I but don't then know. if Kaz screams at her, it's, it's a black girl screaming at a white girl. Why are you it's screaming depressing. at me? Yeah, so exactly. She was like, I'm not going to play into you man's hands. Like, she was like, you know, we calm. Go do your thing. But yeah, she snaked it because Kaz really said, like, if you're gonna kiss you're gonna kiss him on his hand, kiss him on his foot, kiss anywhere. But no, you yeah. wanted to make a point yeah. by doing that. And she said, Cool, you've showed yourself to be a snake. Bye, go do your thing. I'm not gonna lie, Kaz handled that like a boss because I would have slapped Chloe in her face. I'm not gonna lie, I would have slapped her. <laughs> yeah, with Toby as well, I would have I would have yeah. said some things. I would have said a lot of things, but she was just there quite peaceful, like, do not know what you want me to say. She was like, I'm not the angry type, blah blah blah. But yeah, Chloe, she she would have been catching hands. Yeah, it was when in the challenge, Chloe went and kissed Toby and then walked back to the girls and went, sorry, and tried to stand next to her and Kaz didn't budge. I was like, Kaz, I love you right now because how can you go and kiss her man, go and say sorry and then try and stand next to her? No, she has no shame. Yeah, that bit. She was probably doing up like school girls tr- want to be mean girls. Like Kaz did not make any space for you. She then had to move to the end. It's like, go, why did you even try and come here? Exactly. After, nah, she's rude. And then, oh, Rachel, I feel like Love Island just did her so dirty. Like, she was the first black bombshell we've ever had, and she wasn't even in there for a week. And they played her because they made basically Chugs and and Brad have to, to convince her that they fancied her so that she would pick one of them and that they could stay. But the thing is, every single day leading up to that point, they've been saying that they fancy blondes. So... What 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 was the thought process behind that? We all knew that they didn't fancy her, yet they were having to beg for survival and convince her that they liked her. And then the second that she chose, Brad was like, yeah, go and get to know other people. Like, no, 
Do you know what it was for me? It was when she was walking in and so Chugs and Brad are stood up there. Rachel walks in and Brad, who we know doesn't like black women, we know who your type is. You've been saying it's blondes, it's blondes, it's blondes since kingdom come. The moment Rachel walks in, he was like, I'm making these eyes like, oh, she's hot. If you guys could only turn around. I was like, Brad, fam, you're too animated. Like, like, you're too animated. Like, we know you, we know she's not your type. So like, why are you trying? He was really like, oh, yeah, she's fit. And it's like, Brad. Brad wants an Oscar. Brad wants an Oscar. You're not getting the Oscar. You're not getting the BAFTA. Man. You're not getting anything. Like, the acting was shambolic. And then for man to be pleading, like, oh, there's no one in here that's my type. And you've just walked in. And, you know, like, I'm actually attracted. You're the first girl I'm attracted to. you got dark hair. Dark feet. I was like, you're lying. Yeah. You're lying. You begged. You said you were her type. You kissed her. You remember doing up bits in bed, making her, you know, think, oh, yeah, I want to stay. Pick me. She picked you moment after that. Mama's like, yeah, so you should definitely, you know, just try and link other people, you know, when it's your time, it's your time. John Pete, that is, he didn't even give it 24 hours. It was the next morning. It was breakfast time. And he was like, yeah, go and do your ting. I'm done with you. Do you know how rude that is? After they've just been doing up tings in bed and now he's like, I'm done. Move on. Even let him marinate. Even that just feels snaky. And people are saying, like, oh, obviously no one really knows, like, bar those two. But it seemed as if a lot happened in that bed because the attachment she formed to that man was quick. And then for him to just be like, yeah, oh, we should get to know other people. Like, when your type walks in, you should definitely boom when my type walks in. And I said, were you not just saying she was your type? Yesterday you were like, I want to get to know you. We have a connection. We're on the same level. We can, we can converse easily. Today it's, I'm done with you. Go get to know the other boys. Bro. You can't trust men. One you really can't trust men. <laughs> but I blame the producers because Chugs wasn't a better option. I'm convinced that Chugs is Boris Johnson's long lost son because <laughs> the Tory energy that was radiating off of my screen was scary. Oh my God. Like oh, neither of them were a good fit. So like either way, she was getting played because she yeah. clearly was not either of their types and it was just like okay so who can beg the best or who can convince her and sweet talk her into thinking oh yeah you know we have a genuine connection Brad, brad with his blue eyes telling her this that and the other yeah doing up kisses making her feel and then the next day she just dumped and for me it was the fact that when lucinda walked in man did the same thing he was stood up there for a second time lucinda stepped in if you could only see her blah, 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 saying the exact same thing like yeah there's no girl in here who's my i was like you didn't even change the lights you literally recycled the exact same words you said to rachel like come and what, visit lucinda what? these two girls that nothing alike but you want to come and use the same lines i said yeah, he was mocking it. Word for word, like he couldn't even remix it. Just the exact same script. But it's peak for Rachel because I feel like the outcome for her either way was always going to be the same. Even if she'd picked Chugs, the same thing would have yeah. happened. We knew that he didn't like her. And it was the fact that when Chugs was talking to Rachel, he kept being like, you're just so sassy when you walked in. Just so sassy. You're just such an independent, feisty woman. And the wording, it was it was too loaded for me. Yeah. There was racial undercurrents. And I was like, Rachel, run away, run away. Because she's just walked in, like, what about her was feisty? 
He said, yeah, you walk. You were giving me sass. With your... She was walking, fam. What about that is sassy or feisty? How do you know she's independent? Just say you're a black woman. Like, just, exactly. he was literally just using, like, all the stereotypical terms. Because in what moment did she, did you see that she was feisty? What about that was feisty? Tell me. Tell exactly. me, She was literally just strolling. She was just going from A to B. She just opened her mouth. Wow. Independent woman. Where? <laughs> has she, has she told you that? <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's sad because... I felt like there was potential from her, but she was doomed from the beginning. The fact that when she walked in, like she didn't really get to choose who she picked. Like it was yeah. these two men, them. They aren't your type, or maybe they are her type, but they clearly don't like you're not their type, and you have to pick one of them, and then just kind of float about. Meanwhile, everyone else is is coupled up. It it was peak, and then even when Teddy came in, she was just doing too much. It just got to the stage where she was just so desperate. No, why was she flirting like that? It was even when they did the game. It, this at this point, Brad had already bundled her off. Yeah, Lucinda was in was in the house, and the moment she saw the picture of Lucinda, she was like, "Yeah, that's Brad's side. He's gone in it." But when they were doing the game, and she fell down the slide yeah. and like dropped, <laughs> said, "These lot don't wait her." Like it's the fact that they aired it. No, she just went on national television and got embarrassed and went home. She they did her so dirty. <laughs> they didn't have to do that. They really didn't have to do that. And then she came up, but she was doing too much thirst for Teddy, and it was just like, babes, like ease up. Honestly, like he's he's just he's just arrived. We don't need we don't need to go there, babe. I I do feel I do feel bad for her though. But the thing is, I just I just feel like this group of men are more toxic than ever. Like they are toxic kings. And I think we just need to start with Brad. We just need to go back in time because let's remember day one, right? Faye didn't even step forward for him, and he picked Faye. Then on day two, they played a game, and he said the girl I'm most attracted to is Chloe. The girl I'm least attracted to is Faye. Bearing in mind the day before. He picked Faye even though she didn't fancy him. Okay, two twos, Rachel comes in, his jaw drops. Wow, my Love Island experience begins. Next day, chat to other people. Lucinda, you are my... I'm just like, bro, what, what is going on here? What is actually yeah. the thought process at behind least, At least, like, the other men before. Like, let me say Adam. Like, Adam was Thanos incarnated. Like, he yeah. was just breaking hearts for no reason. But at least he was proud about it. Like, you knew he was the player. Brad, however, has come in being like, oh, yeah, I'm the nice guy. I'm a labourer. I've only been in one relationship. That was for eight years. Coming in like the sweet boy, but you're doing the maddest. You're moving the maddest. They did not pick you. They want to come and embarrass her. For what reason? Yeah. It's, it's Also, can we talk about the fact that he kept saying, I haven't had sex for two years. Are we not in a Panasonic? You're not special. You're not. You're not. I don't know. If you're not, you haven't been shagging. Like, that's just fact. I don't know if, you know, that was supposed to give him some some kind of personality trait or, I don't know, show him as 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 low. I don't know, but yeah, no one's been getting it for two years. Like, relax, it's okay. Just exactly, you're not special. Legit, but again, like, all of these men with their, their code words, like, even before, say, when um Chugs was talking about Kaz, I guess he was trying to move to her, potentially, or he was saying that, you know, I'm getting to know everybody. But yeah, whatever. We know she's not your type, but go ahead, have your chats. Ah, oh, you've just got you've got great energy and a great smile. Okay. So you don't fancy her then? Like just just say it. But all of these man chatting codes like, oh yeah, what's your type? Blonde hair, blue eyes, all dark features. Like what what does this mean? What does it mean? Like just say it. Like the dark features throws me because when I say I like dark features or when I say I like tall, dark and handsome, I mean melanin. They mean like a blonde with their brown roots showing. It's and fun. it's very confusing. These lot mean a white person with a very, very dark orange tan. 
when they say tall dark and handsome that's what they mean with with not even like dark brown hair just just brown even light brown will will surpass for them genuinely but even everyone being like oh i just like petite blondes with blue eyes are we in nazi germany like a bit much it's it's a lot it's a lot i don't i don't like it and i was counting the other day and i was like why are there five blonde girls on my tv screen there are eight girls in the villa and five of them are blonde the math ain't mathin well, and do you know what kills me? They said this is going to be the most diverse year of Love Island to date. Where, where is the diversity? Where? Yeah, don't, don't say things and then don't deliver. Like, just don't, just don't. It was never yeah. going to be like who, it, where, where? Literally, how? How is this yeah. your most diverse? Like, where is the proof? Are we watching the same show? Yeah. Like, like, which casting directors? Yeah, because you know, uh. This one has different coloured hair, therefore it's diverse. Yeah, I'm like, bro, is is blonde hair a race? Because I, I didn't know. I, it's just, and the sad thing is, obviously all the guys like blonde girls. That's their preference. So they just keep chucking in new blonde girls. I'm like, that's not the solution. The solution is to just not have all the guys in there that have the same type. It's really simple. But it's also like how they, it's like blonde is literally a hair colour. And these lot speak about blonde girls as if it's like a personality trait, like being blonde is a personality trait. Like for time, Brad was saying, oh yeah, like he likes, I don't know, girls with blonde hair or brown hair. Lucinda comes in, she's got the opposite color hair. And he's like, no, but that's your, not your natural color, is it? So at this point, you man aren't even keeping consistent with your types. Why are you saying it? Exactly. Why are you saying it? Why are you forcing it? Why is there such a bondage to hair color? Because clearly it's not that deep. I don't, I don't understand. It's like, I would never base funny. who I'm attracted to based on the colour of their hair. Like, hair dye exists, then what? Th- then what? If Kaz goes and puts on a blonde wig tomorrow, is she suddenly your type? Is she? Uh, and these, I, I just, they need to ban saying dark features because it's so misleading. They say it and I'm like, maybe, maybe, just maybe this person will fancy Kaz. I know, of course not. Of course they don't mean that. No. They don't mean that. They mean olive skin. Oh, you thought we meant... Bl- oh, no, sweetie. We did not mean black. <laughs> we meant brown hair. You meant the tanning egg. a bottle. The what? Just yeah. tanning a bottle. It's deep. It's deep. They just, they just need to stop that because it's like... Even saying that, like, oh, yeah, my type is blonde. You're moving as if all blonde girls are the same. But literally, like, another toxic king, Jake, he is, he is the lowest of the low, but... He even said to Liberty, like, yeah, if another blonde girl walks in, I'm going to, you know, get to know her. But, like, it doesn't seem like there's anything else that matters to him. Personality is irrelevant. Her features, irrelevant. Height, irrelevant. Body type, irrelevant. But as long as she has blonde hair, he's game. It's like, like, why are their standards so low? Really low. Like, are they all interchangeable? Are all blonde girls interchangeable? Because Liberty, her personality and her body shape and everything is very different to Millie, who is also very different to... I don't know who else is blown up in there. Lucinda, she probably can't. But man was like, yeah, it's just the confidence he said that if another blonde girl walks in, I'm going to get to know her. Like, he really believed that the two blonde girls would like him. Like, what makes you think you're good enough to have options? And then you want to come and tell Liberty, who is literally straight fire. Like, if if two girls come in, that kind of like, I'm going to move. You, small, small Jake, keep quiet, Mr. Farmer. Stay (laughs) there. Like, does he not understand that he is punching? Like, he has won with Liberty. It doesn't get any better than Liberty. And he's still looking elsewhere. Sir, you should be grateful. You should be grateful. I I hate men. Like, he literally has everything he could possibly ever want in a woman. And he's still looking elsewhere for some some blonde highlights. I can't cope. Yeah. Do you know what else? Like, Aaron, I, I... 
he's confusing me a little bit. I don't really know for him because, yeah, with with Sharon, right? I don't know what he expects from this girl because she felt a bit uncomfortable about something. She, you know, had that conversation, voiced her opinions. He said, no, she's a bit too feisty for me. I don't like how she handled the situation. I'm a bit embarrassed. Why are you embarrassed? The situation had nothing to do with you. Why are you embarrassed about her reaction? And why does her reacting make her feisty? Oh, you know, the girl I'm with, I don't really want her to, you know, react like that. I wouldn't react like that personally. Oh, you don't want kids? Yeah, that's a bit of a red flag for me. Excuse me? You are in the talking stage. <laughs> and he's saying kids. So? Yeah. Nah. The thing is, yeah, Aaron wants a housewife. He wants a trophy wife. That's all That's all he wants. Like, I just, uh, it's so, like, when she said, yeah, kids aren't a priority to her. And then when she stood up for herself and he's like, no, that's not for me. That's that's too much for me. It's what he just wants someone who's going to sit there in silence and just breed children. He said, voicing your opinions. No, I can't have that. Yeah. You don't want kids. No, I can't have, like, not, he not only wants a housewife, he wants, like, a housewife from, like, the 40s or the 50s. Like, what is going on? The career-driven? Not for me. He like, was like, oh, you want a car? It's a bit flashy. Oh, not for me. Fam, if she can earn it and she can afford the car and it's her money, what is your business? He said, no, nah, it's just a bit too flashy, a bit incompatible. But then I'm still seeing them in bed doing up spoon. I said, what? Yeah, I'm like, huh? And she's like caressing his neck. I'm like, Sharon, what girl, what, what are you doing? Babe, what do you not remember when he said he was over it? Why are you now cuddling his neck? What's what's going on here? What's, yeah. I feel like I, I missed I think Aaron just wants like a girl who's silent. Like yeah. doesn't yeah. speak. Just yeah. does as she's told, is very docile and because I don't know what he's expecting to get out from this. Really, you know how really... they say like behind every great man is a woman. I think he literally wants his woman to be behind him at all times and for him to do all the talking. That's what he wants. He was even saying she's a bit too ambitious for me. I'm like, sir, what does that mean? Because yeah. she's got a job and she's stable and, you know, has a career. That's too much for you. I said, do you wow. know, it's given, it's given Paul from Blue Therapy. I'm sorry. <laughs> It really is. And it was in that um they played like a game or a challenge and he said his biggest turnoff was hairy arms. I'm like, what what are you expecting women to do? Stop producing hair follicles. What do you want women to do? Nah, he wants a trophy wife. Yeah, all of these men are tapped. Like they're all tapped. And the thing is, they're not even paying. They don't even have great personalities. Yeah, it's these mediocre boys that are making girls cry. So when I saw Sharon crying, I said, Oh, making cats upset. Toby to <laughs> I said, oh, you're not even paying enough to be making girls cry like this. Yeah. So Rachel crying over Brad. I was like, Brad, with no personality, you're crying over him. Brad Brad mumbles. Brad can't even string a sentence log and you're crying over this man. No. And like, Toby, Toby has no chat, but also why does he speak as if he's reading off a teleprompter? Everything just bare delayed. No, he speaks as if he's learning English for the first time. I I can't with that boy. And I'm convinced he is a teenager. He is a child. Like, nah. I was really like, yeah. So, um, Kaz, I, um, I would like to get to know Chloe. She um intrigues me. She's I'm interested. I'm like, fam, say what you need. Why are you talking best slow? No, it was yesterday when he said he's a hopeless romant. I said, let me turn the TV off. <laughs> he needs to go back to school. 
I can't commit to this show anymore. I'm a hopeless romance, a romance, a romance, a rom- hopeless romance. Bro, get your education, please. Right. People said, I'm not sure if Toby passes sucked in year six because, like, really? Where are they? Where are you finding these people? Who are these casting directors? Like, where are you finding these people? No. No. Who was it? I think it was Millie who was like, Oh, carpe diem, it means seize the day, but I don't know what language it's in. I'm like, Latin! Like, guys, what schools did you go to? I don't know. She said her dad is a neon artist. You couldn't have asked your dad, yo, what does that mean? But the fact that she said, like, I know the meaning, I just don't know what language. Okay. okay She's cool. the kind of person who would get it tattooed on herself without, without knowing. <laughs> oh, no, I, I hate it. Like, they could not have gathered a worse group of boys. Do you know and what else is, is irritating me? So, yeah, like, the big words that have been using, oh, blondes, types, types, blonde, blonde. But every, now, it's all of these men them saying, oh, yeah, well, we haven't been tested. It was just a test. I need a test to see if, you know, I actually like you. All of them talking about tests. Are you sitting in an exam? Are you sitting in an exam? Everyone's like, well, yeah, we just haven't been tested. Like, you and Lib are doing fine. You're talking about, oh, yeah, I need a test to see if I really like you. Toby and Kaz, you're even moving slow. Oh, yeah, well, you know, if Chloe's a test, let me see if I... You lot, just just say you don't like her. Just it say is. you're not interested. Just say you're exploring your options. Everyone talking about, yeah, it's a test, but we just need to have our first test. Like, is this what they just call cheating? Like, just say you have a wandering eye and call it a day. Isn't it? Do you know what? It's just the fact that the girls are buying it. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, they passed the test. Oh, great. I'm like, girls, what's going on? It's, I it's no you to be you know entertaining other girls to know that you're interested in me at that point you're not exactly I, why is it taking you entertaining other girls doing up this for you to know you're in- like it, it literally doesn't make any sense and it's peak because new boys came in and liberty said i'm not gonna pay them any mind because i like jake new girls come in and jake's there spending all his time with these new blonde girls i'm like this is not this is not it like they don't deserve the girls in there like new blonde girls that didn't even like him, by the way, but he was trying to force it so hard. And he was like, well, you know, yeah, that was the test. And, you know, we've passed it. No, you didn't pass. Those two girls just didn't like you. You were talking about, oh, yeah, when blondes come in here, they those blondes did not like you. You did not pass any test. You yeah. are grateful for liberty and it's going to come back to you. Literally, the second, the second another blonde girl walks in that shows any interest to Jake, do you think he's going to even remember liberty's name? It's going to be gone. He's gone with the wind. Yeah, Hugo is the only decent human being in there. But similarly, I don't feel like they've put in any women who would fancy Hugo. I'm like, producers, what are you doing? Yeah, they keep doing that thing where all the girls are just like, oh yeah, he's too nice, he's too nice, he's too... Like, what does that even mean? Does everyone just want to get treated like shit? Like, what does that even mean? And do you know what, Hugo, the producers and the contestants did that man dirty because when they were doing the challenge, yeah, the kissing one, there's bear girls you have to look at one man in jail these are huge they left hugo stood there and it was so peak and like all of these girls were going back opening the jail kissing man in there whilst hugo was still stood and it was so peak because at the end the boys had to decide like who was the who was the best and hugo literally said well this is not humiliating and he literally had to walk from one side across the other and i was like this is painful like no one deserves that 
I'm sorry, Hugo has been taking L's left, right and centre and he's the only decent human being in the whole villa. It's so sad. Like, I need him to just find a really sweet, natural-looking babe and just settle down because he deserves all the happiness in the world. I can't... I just... I couldn't believe watching that. I was like, surely all of these girls are not going to leave Hugo right there. They were busy doing up the air, kissing two guys, kissing... I'm like, but there's one right... Like, Hugo is right there. They're all just mean, like, because if you had half a conscience, you'd be like, oh, even if it's just a little peck, let man feel involved in the game. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, even if I was coupled up with someone and Hugo was the only person left who hadn't been picked, I would have just picked him, given him a peck on the cheek and been like, okay, call it a day. These girls have no hearts. They don't. Savage is is savage. And can we talk about the fake incident? Because that one blew my mind. So they're in a challenge and they all have to say what their biggest turnoff is. And Hugo says fake girls, both looks wise and personality wise, which I actually think is understandable because he's just talking about his personal preferences. All of a sudden, everyone's like, he's ignorant. Everyone's kicking off. Everyone's pissed off. Everyone's screaming. And I'm just there like, what has he really done? And they're sat there basically saying that he's being really ignorant and he's uneducated because he doesn't understand why women get plastic surgery. Faye comes in with a sob story. It's not X Factor, firstly. And secondly, she's talking to someone with a disability about how she's grown up with insecurities, being like, you don't know how hard it was growing up flat-chested. My parents had to buy me a boob job when I'm 18. I'm like, Faye, you're just spewing privilege right now. What is going on? And Hugo didn't say anything negative about plastic surgery. All he was saying was his preference is more natural looking girls. What is really wrong with that? Yeah, I think even how like the producers with the promo and the adverts, how they showed that situation, they made Hugo look really, really bad before we'd even seen anything. So I was thinking, oh, has he said like something racist about Sharon? Because you just see Hugo being like, oh no, I didn't mean it like that. And Sharon getting pissed. So the fact that they even, you know, made it ambiguous to start off with, you're you're already thinking, oh crap, what has Hugo said? And then I think the context of of the game didn't play in his favour because just before that they had had, or like, has your girl got like any surgery? And it was all like, um, boobs, lips and Botox, boobs, lips and Botox. And then for him to then say fake, 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 it was like the timing was a bit off and he didn't read the room. But obviously he meant it as in like looks and that's okay to say. If everyone else can be here saying oh yeah my type is blonde small petite blonde small petite blonde you don't see the tall dark-headed black girls getting offended exactly because someone is always going to be excluded when you're talking about preference and I think types are problematic anyway but if yeah if it's acceptable for someone to be like I only like blonde girls or for Aaron to say I don't like hairy arms which what can you do about then why was it so deep that he said I just prefer natural looking girls maybe fake wasn't the best choice of word but it really wasn't that deep and I feel like they should know him well enough to know that he wasn't being malicious. If you know what I mean? There was no need yeah. to go up on him like that. You can tell he wasn't, but then for them to start spewing, like I, I understand the anger and I understand them being hurt by it, but for them to start calling him ignorant and uneducated and, and throwing all of that. And also for Sharon to be like, well, you know, I wouldn't not date someone because of the color of their skin and comparing it to race. It's like, <laughs> it's not even the same. It's nowhere comparable at all but it's not as if he was saying like oh yeah like surgery's bad surgery's terrible girls who get it above above if he was saying that then yeah you can call him miss like uneducated because he doesn't understand why they're doing it. he wasn't saying that at all he was just saying like that's not my preference he wasn't yeah. hating on you lot for doing it 
he was saying that's not my preference so to throw around the word uneducated and you know ignorant yeah i understand like a little bit where they were coming from but they also completely misunderstood like his intentions of what he was saying but yeah Yeah. sharon comparing it to race like you completely just killed off any support i had for you or even the slightest bit of understanding like yeah don't compare it to race like you wanting to have a boob job or i understand that you know people obviously have their insecurities and you know body dysmorphia but to compare it to race is just like unacceptable yeah and like that's the thing like i completely empathize with them and i get where they're coming from but her saying that was more ignorant than what hugo even said in the first place yeah to be honest with you but yeah it was just like Hugo is the one decent human being in there. Like, how is he being yelled at? Like, there are so many more problematic things that we should be calling out right now, but... And also, like, just because he's saying that he likes more natural-looking girls, how does that make him uneducated? Yeah. Like, if if you're really going to go in and, you know, make the argument, like, use the right words and actually unpack the correct thing rather than just saying he's uneducated for using the word fake like i i do get it but also like i i think the way it was dealt with and how it was blown out was a bit much and what pissed me off is all of the girls have basically been making digs at hugo the whole way through they've been like oh he's too nice oh he hasn't got any balls oh he's this he's that and it's like they've basically been insulting him the whole way through anyway he makes a comment that actually has nothing to do with them and they're now insulted i'm like this is nah this ain't it yeah, people like to pick and choose what they get pissed at. Like, they're more than happy to make fun of someone else. And when it's them, it's like, oh, I cannot believe you said that. I'm so offended. Yeah, it's it's really frustrating. Yeah, the girls in this series, again, other than Cousin Liberty, aren't given what they're supposed to give either. Like, Chloe, just every time she's on my screen, I'm like, why am I being tortured like this? And her friendship with Millie and Lucinda, it's just, they're like, oh, we're best friends. It's just given, it's given Hitler's angels. I don't like it. <laughs> All of their voices are just too much. No way have you just said that. My goodness. It was like, you lot don't even seem like you like each other, have anything in common. Your only commonalities is that you're blonde and you're here doing up Mrs. Steal Your Man. That's it. You're like like mean girls in secondary school that think that guys fancy them. That's it. They are giving me schoolgirl energy. It was the fact that, you know, Kaz and Toby were still together. She still made it clear that she liked him. She went and kissed Toby on the balcony, came down in the morning, were like, girls, girls, just don't tell anyone, but I've been a bit naughty. Like, I may or may not have kissed her. Like, oh, you're actually doing up schoolgirl yeah. in the playground, doing like a whole, like, don't tell anyone, but I may or may not. You've just you've just said that you've kissed him. Like, where's the may or may not in the situation? Exactly. Where's the, where's the confusion at? Because we've all just witnessed it. Wow. And it was 45 seconds after Kaz and Toby spoke. So just trash. But she wants to be like, oh yeah, I didn't mean to do any of this and I wasn't trying to hurt. You were because you did those actions before. You had a conversation and you went and did the same actions after. So clearly yeah. there was no learning or growth. And she was like, a kiss can't hurt anyone. I'm like, well, Kaz is upset. So clearly that's a lie. You're just trying to make yourself feel better. Clearly she's hurt. Clearly yeah. she's hurt. Yeah. But- yeah, it's very clear that there are two factions in in this girl group where it's like Chloe, Millie, and Lucinda, and the, their only commonality is that they're blonde and I don't know, just like oh, making out with their couples and have literally nothing in common with the people they're partnered up with. And then you've got the other girls. Um, it's 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 weird. Like they're trying to do up. I don't know, Mean Girls. It, it feels like very school playgroundish, and yeah. 
it's not very nice to watch either no yeah i just think like it's mad with the couples because there isn't an ounce of chemistry between them but even the friendships i'm just like this is not this ain't it like i guarantee the second this season ends they're not going to talk to each other yeah legit yeah it just hurt me more than anything that rachel came into the villa with baddie energy and she cried for the duration of her screen time like that really hurt me like they did her so dirty yeah they really she really got played she wasn't given what she was they didn't give her what what she was supposed to get like having her come in two guys that don't like her but she's got to pick one of them and then it was just desperation from then on out and it's hard to see it's like sis this this yeah it wasn't your time okay so what are your predictions for the rest of the show how do you reckon casper moore's gonna go down (sighs) Everyone, everyone recouple because none of these lot like each other. No one likes each other. They're just forcing it. Maybe they're bored and they're like, cool, this is someone to kiss, this is someone to spoon. Everyone is recoupling Casper Moore. There'll be no <gasps> shock horror. Everyone is recoupling Casper Moore. Somebody, there'll be 50 people in the villa. There'll be all of the people. Everyone will say, yes, I would like to recouple. We're just going to be shambolic. No one's even going to be sad, though, because no one likes each other. But other than Liberty, no one will be sad. It'll be a good thing. I'm also wondering, like, who could they going to bring into Casper Moore? Because I just see, like, the girls just all being blonde again. Don't. Nah. Nah. The thing is, though, like, the year that had Amber and Anna and Yawande and Molly May, like, that year, like, everyone was just beautiful on the outside and beautiful on the inside. This cast, that other than Kaz and Liberty, like, there isn't a single person in there that is remotely interesting or even yeah. all that looking either. So I'm like, if the standard is the same, Castle Moore is going to be dry. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I, other prediction, like, I don't know because the bar is already set so low. So I don't really, I can't really make any predictions at all because the bar is very much underground. Yeah. I do genuinely think the best thing that they could do is drop half the people in there yeah. already, send them all home just kind of start again because this is it fam i was saying that from like the first week i was like just get rid of everyone (laughs) restart the show refresh hit that refresh button bring all all new people so i'm hoping that at least in when it does come to like casper more like they give the girls actual guys like men give them men because all of these are these are our boys baby boys bring them men who know what they want who are really and truly attracted to them Please, not on some baby boy behavior. No, nah, men who want to commit, men who can cuddle, <laughs> men who can be honest. That's all we're asking for. But, you know, I genuinely reckon this might be the first year in history that someone steals all the money in the final because there's just no chemistry to be seen. Yep. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Like, play your way all the way. I hope it's Liberty at this rate. Me too. I hope it's Liberty at this rate. Liberty or Hugo. Do you want to split it with Jake? Nope. Nope. <laughs> That would be the best plot twist ever. I'd be so good. Because he's really been chatting crud behind her back, being like, oh, yeah, we're the same way compatible, but, like, it's just a bit too much. I don't know if there's anything... Raw, but you're not saying that to her face. Okay, cool. To her face, it's like, oh, Lib, you're me with a wig on. And it's like, behind her back, you're like, nah, we're too similar. I'm like, bro, just, why can't why can't no one be honest? It's really not that deep. Yep. Yeah. I really hope it gets better, but I also highly doubt it. And I'm quite sad that Too Hot to Handle is over. I binge-watched it all. And I'm like, I should have saved it. I should have yeah. saved it because Love Island is dry. 
And the sad thing is, I can guarantee that I'll be watching it every single day, even though I'll be complaining through it because I'm addicted and that's really upsetting. Yeah. You know it's bad when the best thing about the show is just the tweets and the reactions. Black and Twitter the, is giving me life. Like nothing is happening, but Black Twitter will still find a way to make it funny. And I'm sorry, can we just can we just talk about the fact that they put on the television that same stupid challenge where they're shoving food into each other's mouths oh. like baby birds when they could have done a tweet challenge. No. no in a pandemic, they're spitting food into each other's mouths. Wow. Fam, I honestly thought I'd be sick. It was with the liquids as well. Like, see a man down gravy and then regurgitate it back into someone else's mouth. Like, this isn't I'm a celebrity. If I wanted to see people eating up disgusting food and spitting it out, like, I'd watch it. But <laughs> there's nothing attractive or cute or fun about this whatsoever. Just stop. Don't do who, it. Who is who, who for? Who is enjoying this? This is nah. This ain't it. This ain't it, man. But yeah, let's hope and pray that it gets more entertaining because it's, we've got a good another six weeks of this. So fingers crossed. It's really that long. At this rate, I thought they would just like half it and call it a day. Yeah, literally. I actually think they should. I think they should make the final this weekend and they should give the money to Liberty and just call it a day. Yeah, let Liberty and Cal split it. There we go. Everyone's happy. Yeah, literally. That's all I want in life at this point. And if you want to share your thoughts on the episode, use the hashtag BlackBrokenBrilliant on Twitter or message us on our Insta page. You know what to do. Like, follow, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, share it with your mums, your grands and your friends in the group chat. And we'll be back next Thursday as always. I've been Ivy. I've been Samiracle. Thanks for listening. <laughs>